This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of 24th and Park. I'm your co-host, John Alangi here, always with my uh, PSG Talk compatriot, Eddie Razo. Eddie, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. Uh, <laughs> just more quarantine. Uh, I'm supposed to go back, back to work on Thursday, but I'm only going like on a on a part-time basis because I, I take the, the, I guess, the train uh, into downtown LA and Right now, one of the, I guess seeing like a lot of um, uh, public trans uh, drivers and and just people overall uh, testing positive, it's kind of like got my anxiety a little bit. Like oh, so yeah. let's say I'm like yeah, I think I'll best just uh, maybe work a couple hours and try to like get out of work uh, before the rush hour because yeah, even the, even though. Um, you know, even even when we're on lockdown, there's still a lot of people taking public transportation because it's you know it's it's that's all everybody gets to work most of the times here in LA just because of the traffic. So you know, uh, we're just trying to make do what what we can. And uh, on the bright note, I got my government money. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I had like that's uh, followed up with my taxes that I already had. So like financially, I'm. I'm good. Like I'm, I know other people are struggling and all that just because they have more mouths to feed uh, with kids and and other family members. Perhaps uh, you know I'm I'm like lucky right now that it's just myself. But you know it's hopefully this helps people uh, you know in our in our country and uh, just keep social distancing. I know I saw a poster in you, John, a couple of days ago where people I'm not sure if it was in Charlotte or or where was that at. Uh, people still out. Uh, going out like uh, like nothing is going on and and I know I know this is a soccer podcast and and we're trying not to focus too much on this because I know people want a distraction just for stuff to be normal but like I don't know like, I don't know if, if there's gonna have to be some type of martial law here in the U.S. but because people are still aren't understanding but man I hope other countries are doing a way better job than us right now because uh, I mean California thankfully is has a really good governor, and, and, and for the most part, it, it's not been bad like in other places like New York. But still, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just hopefully people start realizing. I mean, uh, I told you yesterday, uh, NBA player Carl uh, Anthony Towns' mom passed away, and it's just seeing stuff like this. I, I hope you know people start realizing that this is this is this is serious, and if if you know we don't get it under control, that then social distancing and quarantine are going to become the new norm and that's just it's a it's a sad situation all, all over around yeah no i think that's important to know like whether we're we're a soccer podcast or not i think we're all going through the same thing and it's important for people to to hear that and people to know like yo <laughs> don't don't play with with you know with the experts out there now and, and i understand you know people you kind of are hesitant on getting their news from certain sources because news is flying everywhere right now from every uh, from every angle and you know it's kind of hard to, to dissect and and, and um, extract what you feel is important but 
like take heed to what people are saying like stay home if you don't have to go anywhere you know continue your your what you're supposed to be doing in terms of the proper hygiene and social distancing and and you just 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 relax for a little bit you know um i know it's it's difficult for other people but i think like you said we're not gonna (laughs) we're not gonna get out of this until everybody kind of just relaxes and stays in place and i think that's when we'll start seeing what the health experts you know feel safe to see um well what they'll feel is necessary for them to to feel that we're safe enough to, to to go back to operating as as usual um but yeah man it's it's still strange like i'm i guess i'm getting comfortable with this quarantine life as, as much as i can even though i still got to go to work but uh yeah i don't think we want to continue to do this for, for any longer than than what they're already projecting so yeah we'll see how that goes just kind of get into get into the show today we're going to uh, kind of be bouncing around uh, different topics, but we want to just, you know, start right off the bat with what's been kind of current uh, in terms of PSG news, pretty much transfer rumors. Um, the main one right now that I've seen a lot of people been talking about is uh, Mauro Cardi. Uh, there are reports that's coming out that his wife, him and his wife, who's his agent, uh, they're saying that, you know, they, they want to go back to Italy. I've also seen reports where they're saying otherwise, where Icardi is not saying that. And I've seen reports where Leonardo wants Icardi to stay. So, like, where are you on that? You know, do you want him to stay? you want him to leave? Is it possible? I really, really like – I'm just thinking of – I'm very conflict. – I've never been so conflicted on a player, like, potentially leaving or staying, like, where his contract is or his loan deal is up. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, I, I think this is different than, than the Neymar situation. Um, just because they need a striker, they're going to need a striker. Cavani's deal is, is done whenever the season is concluded. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, when, when I look at other potential strikers that could come, you also got to take into account that a lot of clubs maybe aren't going to be willing to sell during this summer window if they don't need to, if they're like financially stable, Uh, other clubs that might need to sell just because they need the money because right now TV money isn't coming in and ticket money isn't coming in. They're going to need some type of, you know, injection into the club Uh, that might lead to players going. But when I look at top strikers, I mean, I've seen crazy rumors like Harry Kane, um, even Timo Werner. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say uh, I know if they'll fit. Uh, we've seen Icardi. Icardi at his, at his top form uh, fits with, with, uh, with Neymar and Mbappe. We, we got in a glimpse. Uh, it's all about just finding that consistency. I'm not sure. I've seen some pictures where people might be thinking he's overweight or a little bit overweight or, or what have you. Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's I, don't not... know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if... That... Sometimes pictures can look like flattering. Yeah, pictures yeah. can look. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I don't like, you know, speculating just because on a picture. Because like I said, pictures can grab you at a weird angle. And uh, I mean, but uh, even if he's overweight, like that's not what's stopping him from scoring goals. Yeah, he wasn't playing. <laughs> Cavani. Yeah, yeah. And then I've like, seen. I've talking? seen. Um. Yeah. No. 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 And 
you kind of need a striker that's going to be, especially if you go deep into the Champions League, if that, more than likely that resumes. You're going to need players that are going to capitalize on the scoring opportunities. And we saw against Dortmund in that second leg where Cavani misses a, uh, pretty much what he should be, you know, the, the scoring chances that he should be uh, finishing. And when you play against, uh, no offense to Dortmund, but when you play against higher caliber clubs or squads, you kind of want to start finishing those scoring opportunities because you don't know when they're going to come again. And so uh, Icardi has shown that he can do it. I'm not sure if there's a riff with Tuchel. He didn't, I think he hasn't played since February, like early, like I think Val, the, the week of Valentine's Day. Um, was the last time he got a start. The rest of the time, he'd either come in as a sub or not play at all. So, and, and I've read that there's been kind of maybe a rift between Tuchel and um, and Leonardo and just, and, and just uh, I guess, a disagreement on, on Icardi. So, I think I think if Icardi stays, I think that would mean that Tuchel's out, maybe. I mean, like, uh, Leonardo didn't bring him in. There's been rumors that he's uh, looked at the uh, at Lazio's uh, manager, so I don't know. Like I I, I do want Icardi to stay just because I we've seen how he can be at his top form. He's he's you know he's an assassin uh, as a striker. He'll he'll you know put him in uh, when he gets the opportunity, but then he also has his baggage, which is his wife slash agent. Uh, but uh, I I think he can handle it. I mean there has it hasn't gotten as bad as. As it's as it got with Inter, I mean, there's some boneheaded decisions, but I mean, uh, Neymar's done some boneheaded decisions, so it's like nothing new in terms of like player decisions or or family decisions. So it's 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 the, I, I just brush it off and, and it's just whatever. But if we can get that Icardi that we saw in the fall uh, and into the, into the winter a little bit, or I think he scored a hat trick against Lyon, I would take um. A hundred percent. I'm leaning towards more just, you know, activating that that option to buy a clause because I don't see any team in any team in Italy that's going to be able to afford him. I mean, I know Juve uh, might want to, but they already have a striker in Dybala. Uh, I think they have Iguain maybe for another year. I don't I, I yeah. don't know his contract status, uh, but even then. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna. I don't know. I don't know if they play two strikers or one striker because I don't know their formation. But um, yeah, and then you look at the other clubs. Inter doesn't need a striker. They don't want him back either. Uh, I think Lazio's uh, fine with uh, Immobile, and I don't think they're like the. They don't. They, they don't have that type of money to be throwing around. They're not like a, a international brand. Um, and I don't know who's the four. I think I think Atalanta is the fourth team like in that Champions League spot. So I don't think they're gonna be able to afford him. So um, unless and, and Napoli is um, clearing out uh, money, so when you look at like the rich teams in Italy, um, they don't really need strikers. So I don't know how he can go back to Italy unless he takes like a massive pay cut, which I don't see him doing. So I think uh, and I see Atletico might be interested in him because they need a striker. Uh, but if I'm if I'm PSG, just looking at uh, you already know what you can get out of him. Uh, especially if you get a coach that suits him better, uh, so I, I would just um, yeah I, I would I would activate that uh, purchase uh, to buy clause. Yeah, I think I think given everything, I think you hit it on the nail at the beginning. You know when you talked about just the landscape of the transfer window, given the COVID nine COVID nineteen pandemic where. 
you know, a lot of teams are losing a lot of uh, a lot of leagues are losing money, a lot of TV money, a lot of, um, you know, stadium revenues and all this, all of these uh, economic impacts. It's um, I think it's going to dictate most of the transfers, not just with PSG. So with that being said, a lot of teams are going to are going to be, you know, a little hesitant to spend big. And a lot of teams are going to be particular on who they, you know, if we're going to spend the money, we're going to spend it on a player who we, like, we really need. This is not a want. It's like, there's not going to be a big splash shining, that, you know, that I don't see like we did with Neymar, with Real Madrid getting Hazard, or one of those big, I don't think, I, I don't really foresee that in the upcoming transfer window, whatever that is. So with that being said, I think the best option, if, if you're obviously if you're PSG, which you know the reports are that Leonardo wants him to stay, um, you know if you're Icardi and and Wanda Icardi, his agent, like that's probably your best option right now is to stay at PSG because no you know given your 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 perceived baggage, I'm quotation mark perceived baggage. I don't know if a lot of teams are gonna want to spend that big money on uh on a striker who yes is proven on the field. But there are also some perceived baggage in terms of other things. So it's like, do they want to spend that money given the circumstances? Um, and then it's just for me, it's like, it's again, it's just a rumor that he wants to, or that him and his wife want to leave. Like, where did that come from? Like, nobody fact checked this. We didn't hear this directly from Wanda Cardi or Maura Cardi. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people said that she would be a big issue and all that. I haven't heard a lick from her all year, to be quite honest. So it's like, wh- where is this even coming from? But let's say that this is what they want. Uh, again, like you've already laid out, they're not going back to enter. Juve have a have forwards, Cristiano, Igoin, Dybala. It's like where, you know, if, if, if the report is saying that they want to return to Italy, what team in Italy would you go back to? Maybe AC Milan. I don't know. Zlatan is over there, so it's like what you know. No, none of these scenarios are making sense. And for PSG, yeah, AC Milan. I, I was gonna say AC Milan are losing money right now. I, I saw a report and, right now. They are. They are. Yeah, right. They, they were falling hard. They their financial hard. problems started before COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah. This so is yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So it's even worse, right? So it's like for PSG, we're not gonna. Don't go get these other strikers or Harry Kane, whoever they're reporting. No, we know what Icardi can do with Mbappe and Neymar. It's it's fluid when they play, um, you know. And and the and if you look at why Icardi stopped playing, you know, for me, it's it was a, it was more so about he he hit uh, a wall as all strikers do. They have a wall, a decline where they they're they're missing their, their shooting boots. And you have a world-class striker in, in in Cavani who's there, who's looking for minutes, and just came off of that 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 transfer window where he almost went to uh, to Atletico, and he comes in, scores a couple of goals, and doesn't score as many goals as Cardi, but he was effective in the way he was he was playing with the team, and so Tuchel continued to play him, but I don't doubt that he wasn't going to reinsert um, reinsert Cardi into the lineup, so. It's, it's it's all vague to me. I don't really even like deliberating or talking about things that aren't like we don't know for a fact that he even wants to leave. So it's like, what are we even talking about? But if if, if that is the case, the smart thing for PSG and Icardi and his wife to do is to go ahead and, and, and get that um, 
get that loan option so 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 he can stay here permanently. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when you just look at all the other options, uh, you factor in how how conservative clubs are going to be with their money, and especially the top clubs. Uh, I think they're going to instead of like um, unnecessary purchases, they're going to just buy things that they really. They're going to buy players that they really need, uh, and sometimes a striker can be an expensive unessential purchase or a non-essential purchase for some uh i don't know i i, I think he's gonna end up staying um he, like, like we already said he already knows this the system he, or, or if tuco's not the manager next season uh he can already he knows how to play with mbappe and, and neymar who you know are the 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 mirror qatar already said that he, you know mbappe is not going anywhere more than likely, Neymar isn't going anywhere. We're going to talk about that again. Uh, so everybody more than likely is coming back. Uh, so just bring back the band together. They already know how to play with each other. They know each other's rhythms. And you don't have to go through that, uh, like, feeling each other out phase that you got to do with when, when new arrivals come. There's, you know, a month, maybe two months, just players trying to get familiar with each other, know each other's rhythms. And you don't have to go through with that if you do... Uh, by you know make the make the loan permanent uh, or the state permanent yeah for sure uh and i mean just in like uh, this is going to tie into our next topic just just the 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 landscape of everything that's going on uh financially for these leagues and these clubs it's it's going to impact um it's going to impact how teams move forward with um with their transfers and just the money they spend. And with that being said, Neymar, Neymar Barcelona, right? Like this has been a constant topic um, since Neymar came over to PSG a couple of years ago. Um, it's like it never it's, it never stops. I, again, I, I'm hesitant to talk about this stuff because I feel like it's all bullshit in terms of how Spanish media is and, and how they use the journalists to, to get club narratives out there and, and all those things but you know it's not really looking too good for Barcelona fans who or Barcelona the club who want Neymar to come back uh, because if you've been looking at the news like six of the uh, board of directors of Barcelona just resigned midweek um, you know there's a rift with the president Josep uh, Bartomeu I don't know how to say his name um, and you know, given Barcelona's, you know, financial struggles with what it seems, if you're looking at Leo Messi came out and and was was critical about how the club is handling all the, the pay cuts and, and all that stuff, you know, it doesn't, I don't know about you, man, it doesn't really look like that move is going to happen given the, the dysfunction that's happening at Barcelona right now, financially and just like the state of the club in terms of leadership. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Like at some point they just got, I mean, I guess that's like, how would you say it? that's a, for, for the Spanish media, that's a, a I guess a, a gold well, or I don't know, like a gold mine for clicks. If, if they have nothing to talk about, well, they can just bring up that rumor again and, and that will generate some, some attention, some clicks, some views, et cetera, et cetera. 
just because that's what Neymar does. Uh, I mean, you can ask Ed whenever whenever we write a a, a piece on Neymar. Um, no matter how ridiculous it is, it's going to generate a lot of clicks and stuff. So, um, it, I mean, it is what it is. I don't, at this point, at 28, what he has maybe, what, four more years of prime years left? Um, if I'm PSG, he's under contract for, what, one one more season, two more seasons? Um, I don't know why would I give up uh, those prime years. I mean, it, the, the investment into Neymar already kind of paid off for them. They got the the Accor deal, the new Nike deal, other small um, sponsors that, that probably add up to what they paid for Neymar. So, I mean, at this point, PSG is just like, well, we'll just hold on to him. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, maybe they want the money back, but right now, like you said, Barcelona, I don't know if they're... I think the price that PSG set on him was like $180 million. Um I don't know if Barcelona's gonna want to pay that. I don't want any swap deals. If I'm PSG, I want I want cash. I don't want no. Uh, I don't want any of your broken, damaged goods. Whether it's Dembele, Coutinho, um, I don't know who else. Uh, whether I know I've seen some weird Griezmann ones, but yeah, I don't want any of your 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 your, your trash. Basically, no offense to the players, but the only. Yeah. They're not suitable or they're not healthy enough to be playing for Barcelona consistently. And I don't want to take your bad investments and then give you something that has brought us, uh, especially now that we're seeing how, what Neymar can be doing uh, in the knockout stages. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want any of those damaged goods that you have. If you're going to want him, it's going to have to be straight cash. And I don't think they can afford to pay 180, 180 million. Uh, $180 million and, and then be able to buy other players that more than likely they're going to want to buy too. So it's just, at some point, you just got to shake it. You got to just got to just scroll through it just because we all know it's kind of bullshit at this point. Like it, it's yeah. never, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Like if I have to put a percentage, 10%, 20%, I don't, I'm, I'm in the minority that thinks that this will ever, ever happen. Yeah. Now, do you think, do you think, um, you know, kind of, um, do you think the the impact of the COVID nineteen pandemic had kind of worked in PSG's favor in terms of just the financial impact of of that in terms of the clubs and 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 in Barcelona's you know existing financial impact you know do you think that helped that case making it more unlikely for that move to happen? I. I don't think so. I mean, Barcelona is still going to be able to generate a lot of cash just because they're they're a cash cow. Um, but at this point, PSG, it's just not going to be bullied anymore. Like they're they're no longer. I think ever since that Marco Verratti uh, standpoint, and I think you can also add in uh, Marquinhos when Barcelona wanted him. I think it was Barcelona or Real Madrid, one of the two. Uh, they wanted him, and they were like, "No, you're not going to have them. We're going to keep them. We're going to." Uh, extend their contracts which they've done and and yeah it's just PSG's at that point now and I, I think maybe other fans just don't want to see it or refuse to see it but they're no longer they're, they're not no offense but they're not Liverpool they're not going to be pushed around they're not going to sit their players are not going to hold them hostage I mean we saw it last uh, last summer with Neymar I don't know how much of all that was true or not uh, but yeah PSG operating 
Leonardo operates in PSG's best interest. If it's not in PSG's best interest, he's not going to make a deal just to make a deal just because a player wants to leave. Um, so uh, I think at this point, I mean, PSG supporters know or already know this. They're not going to be bullied into, into selling something that doesn't benefit them. I mean, luckily Liverpool were able to benefit from that Coutinho transfer. But... I mean, we saw them give in to Suarez. We've seen other clubs or, or quote-unquote big clubs or whatever, you know, get bullied into selling their players to Real Madrid or, or Barcelona. And the PSG is not going to do that. So I don't think this, like I said, I don't think this transfer is ever going to happen um, just because I think, um, I know there's been talks about Neymar possibly extending. And if he extends, then whatever percentage people thought it might happen to, it might happen, uh, for him to go back to Barcelona is kind of dead. So if, if they can get to get, uh, you know, hand, I think that's the one thing that kind of messed up this, uh, or, or COVID messed up, um, because I know uh, prior to, I think, I think prior after that win against Dortmund, that second leg, there was talk about possibly, or Neymar being open to an extension. And I think momentum kind of killed, or, the, you know, the, the, the COVID kind of killed that momentum. So we'll see where that goes, but, yeah, I don't think, I don't think you know Neymar's going back to Barcelona, ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's you know more so in terms of the the Spanish media and them regurgitating the same shit they do all the time. It's like okay, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Neymar can come out and say literally. I feel like Neymar can come out and say I'm staying at PSG, and within a week we would get a rumor. From fucking whoever saying that, <laughs> saying that uh, there's there's talks that Neymar sent a text message to to Leo Messi and saying that he wants I to mean, return. So it's like it doesn't really matter <laughs> what what they say, but people feed into it. I this we can talk about Mbappe too. Like we had the Amir uh, last week say, um, I think it was a Talakip, uh that you know there was no way that you know. They're not going to sell Mbappe this, over the summer or whenever the summer transfer window opens. Like they're not going to sell him. And this is the owner. This is the owner of the club. Uh, right. So I'm pretty sure you and the owner are saying we're not going to sell him. There's no interest to sell him. We're going to try to extend his contract. Uh, you're still going to see Spanish media come up with something that says uh, PSG might be interested or 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 Real Madrid is uh, offering 20 million or X amount of cash for him when. Uh, you already had the owner of the club say we're not interested, you know. So it's uh, it's just a one-way street for clicks. But at this point, uh, you're still going to see those type of uh, uh, you know news articles saying that Real Madrid won Mbappe despite the owner of the club saying you can't have him. Yeah, not not to mention like Neymar has an entire lawsuit since the day he left Barcelona. There's been like a a legal battle between him and Barcelona. So it's like, why would he be playing for the club? But whatever. <laughs> but that's just kind of like the, the, the nonsensical aspect of it. It's like everybody gets so caught up in the rumors. And it's like if you look at the reality of what's out there in terms of just like pragmatically what's possible and what's not possible, it's 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 highly unlikely that he would go back there get, no matter what anybody says, you know. Last last year, uh, over the summer, obviously he expressed that he wanted, you know, he wanted to go back, but it didn't happen. But you know, it's it's a it's a never-ending story, never-ending story. Um, 
you saw that they're saying that now uh, Real Madrid not only wants Mbappe, they want to, to add him with Haaland. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess people... I, I get it right now. There's not much to write about. And uh, you can only have so many opinion pieces to generate clicks uh, or, or attention to, to, to content. So just writing up uh, these ridiculous you know transfer rumors um can get the the eyeballs on the on the web pages so i i think that's what i'm attributing it to because um i don't know it's too early for all these ridiculous rumors yeah i just feel like damn y'all don't get tired of this like even during the pandemic y'all not tired of clickbait rumors it's, it's, it's wild all right, so to move on to our next topic, uh, kind of throw this at you here, Eddie, um, with the transfer the transfer window generally opens up July the 1st because that's the day after uh, most players who are on their last year of their contract runs out on June the 30th. And given that the, 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 the league year might get extended uh, with the COVID-19, uh, kind of... Um, Kind of talk about that, about the players' contracts running out, whether it's legal or not for, you know, leagues to extend their contracts without, you know, just kind of uh, talk about that for a little bit. So I think a couple of days ago I saw a tweet from the Dutch football account. Um, it's an account that covers all, of, you know, Dutch soccer or whatever. Uh, and the reason because it's uh, uh, Ajax uh, player Hakim Zayek, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, you know, he's going to Chelsea. Like, he already has a deal set uh, for when the... Uh, or, he, yeah, he has a deal set for when to report to Chelsea uh, from Ajax. And so if the season isn't over or isn't canceled or it's postponed till past the, that June 30th, uh, I think they, they attributed this news to say that FIFA cannot legally make players extend their contracts past June 30th. So it, it's they're saying here that uh, Zayek can legally refuse to play for Ajax if the season continues into July. And I'm just bringing it up because obviously PSG has a, a number of players whose contract expires uh, after Ju- uh, J- or June 30th, I should say. Uh, and so... Um, I mean, I, I know Cavani and Silva might love the club, but they might be thinking in their own best interest, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Because yeah, I, I, if players refuse to, to play for their club just because they already have a, a transfer deal set, like, like Zayat did uh, over the winter window where he, he had, I think it was over the winter, uh, that he, you know, he was going to finish out the season with Ajax and then report to Chelsea. I mean, we saw it last year with uh, Pulisic, too. Um, we saw with De Jong. De Jong said it, you know, agreed to a transfer to Barcelona from Ajax. And, but obviously, too, there's players' contracts whose deals expire uh, July or June 30th. And like I said, they could be looking out for their best interests, uh, both professionally and financially. Uh, what do you think is going to what happen? Because I... If this all happens, it has the making for for a shit show. Yeah, I mean, I was reading um, Gab Marcotti, who the only person that's you know has any sense at ESPN in terms of soccer. Uh, he was he was he did a Q and A about you know the, 
the the legalities because that would be the issue. This is where the the, the players would have an issue. It's like whether it's illegal for you to extend my contract after June the thirtieth, you know. And and he was talking about how the 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 leagues the the contracts are de- are designed for the end of the season. The contracts say that you're a PSG player or whoever player until the end of the season. It just so happens that June the 30th is the end of the season for most of the top European clubs. Now, if they push that date back because of COVID-19, then that technically and legally is the end of the season. So the players are don't really have any leverage here, um, just given the technicality of the language in those contracts. So it's like if, if, if the end of the season they move it back to – to you know to another date then that's what would be deemed the end of the season of your and then the end of your contract if you're on the final year of your loan or contract or whatever so you know i, I don't think the players really have you know if, if that's correct and, and i would i would i would lean towards him being correct in that if, you know the, the the players don't really have any leverage in this and you know they would have to adhere to whatever their contracts are until the season is over because what most of the, the the leagues are are waiting for is UEFA to determine when they're gonna come back, and then once that happens, UEFA uh, the leagues are gonna play are uh, they're gonna p- finish out the, the season before UEFA uh, comes back with the Champions League. So it's you know it's still kind of vague and up in the air. But like in terms of you know it being a shit show, yes, it can if the if the players want to you know I don't, I don't I don't know if they're about to go through those uh extreme levels to try and fight that because it's like you know the end of the season is when the end of the season yes it's generally june the 30th but (laughs) given that we're in a global pandemic that kind of changes right now so you know that's that's kind of my viewpoint on it yeah and and i'm I'm just thinking you know if you already had an agreement like i said chelsea that's like the prime example just because that i think that's the only if i'm not mistaken i'm not familiar with all the other transfers i like have like a a handshake agreement they'll, they'll do a handshake agreement in in uh the winter window and and you know the player will court uh july 1st uh so i, I wonder if uh if uh, if i'm like chelsea and i see um if i see a player that i already agreed to deal with still playing for another club last june 30th and then he gets injured and then he reports to my club and now i might i might have paid uh, I'm not sure how much they paid for him, but I, would, I, I paid full price for a potentially healthy, you know, uh, like they can't control un- up, up until June 30th. But whatever happens after June 30th, then they can say, well, I wasn't expecting this. And now I paid full price for a player who might have, tore, you know, messed up their knee or whatever. Or I might have, uh, you know, another serious injury. I mean, we've seen this in sports uh, where a player uh, has one year on their contract left um, and, and they can't get a, a you know a contract extension, and so they're playing out their the year on a one-year deal, and then torn ACL or something, and then they're 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 kind of much damaged goods. So I wonder how much you know a club like Chelsea is gonna be like, uh, you know, uh, maybe playing behind the scenes, telling a, a player like um, Zayek to say, you know what, try to sit out as many games as you can, just because we don't want you to get hurt by the time you get over here. So I, I wonder how the behind the scenes stuff is going to work out if you're going to have clubs i mean we've seen it we've seen you know when, when clubs do that type of dirty work for for players to push for a transfer i mean barcelona uh is a prime example so i wonder how much 
uh, shady stuff we're going to be seeing if uh, the season gets extended past June 30th. Yeah, and I understand that. I get it, but I just, I just think the the same rule still applies. Like if, like yes, he the player can get injured, uh, past it. But but we're talking again. We're talking about. I'm pretty sure even in an agreement of a transfer, it's like okay, the player is yours after the end of the season. So if 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 um. I mean, it would be the same scenario. Let's say, you know, there was no COVID-19 and the player played the season regularly and he got injured, you know, today. Like, they say they had a match today and he got injured today. This injury would still and, – and he had a long-term injury. The injury would still impact him going into his Chelsea contract. So, like, I, I get the discrepancy and, and what what kind of friction can be there, but the the the, the selling club would would be covered. Is, is, I guess that's my point. The selling club would be like, hey, no matter when the end of the contract is, he's he's you know he's our player and we're covered because, you know he's with us until the end of the contract, which is the end yeah. of the year. And if they're moving the dates, that that ain't really got much to do with us. But I get what you're saying. Like some some so the sell the, the buying club could could be put in a, in a in a difficult position where they'll try to you know. Tell the player like yeah. you know, try to force your way out, or you know, so I, that that's all possible. That's all possible. So it's going to be something interesting to see. And again, it's uncharted territory. Um, you know, most of these clubs are already move kind of shady. They do shady stuff anyway. So I think um, with the with with the pandemic, it's it might bring some of that stuff uh, to the light more. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I just think in that scenario, the 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 selling club would be will be covered either way. And you know football clubs are ruthless to save a couple euros. I mean we saw like this is the extreme yeah, sure. example of uh, yeah. when Salah went to uh from Nantes to um uh what was a I, they were relegated so I forgot their name. Um uh he was going to you know he, he left from Nantes. He wasn't going to Leeds or or Leicester, was he? Where was uh, he going? He was going. He going it was a. Emili- you talking about Emiliano Sala? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know he left from now. I forgot. Like they got relegated. Uh, I forgot their name. Uh, uh, that's my bad on my part, but it just came up. Might tonight. be Swansea or something like that. No, I don't think it was Swansea. It's the other Wales club. I forgot their. I forgot their name. Anyways. Um, uh, you know, they went to loss, you know, they went to, to court, uh, them and Nantes, uh, Cardiff, the, Cardiff City, Cardiff City, there you go, Cardiff City, they went to, yeah. they went to court over, over the millions of dollars, like, um, the player was already hit, like, you know, Salah was, um, was already, you know, pro- he was a, you know, Cardiff City player before he, you know, he, he tragically passed away, um, yeah. and, and, but, you know, like the deal was done, everything. He's Cardiff, or he's a Cardiff player, but he died. Um, he never played a game for Cardiff, so you see how can, uh, you know, that so that, you know that's the extreme case. So you can see if yeah. a player gets hurt past that June 30th, what is like, I, I'm pretty sure it was agreed to, in the in the whatever is agreed to in the winter transfer window or the summer transfer window, um, and you know that's the agreed date. Uh, and if a player gets injured, a player gets injured past that uh, June 30th date, then you can see clubs to say, you know what, I'm gonna take you to court to at least retrieve some some money uh, from fr- from you because that's how some clubs operate. If they can get a couple couple uh, million euros back, they'll they'll obviously do that. 
Yeah, nah. Some clubs ain't gonna they ain't gonna like it. It's some it's some <laughs> you gotta take the raw end of this COVID deal right now. So it's it's gonna be something interesting to 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 watch and keep an eye out on. Uh, because like I said, this is uncharted territory for the players, for the clubs. You know, clubs are losing money and and, and franchises are, are are closing down. And you saw the XFL; they had to like file for bankruptcy. Barcelona might end up filing for bankruptcy the way they're going. So. It's a, it's a weird time, but yeah, I think that that particular transfer um, circum or kind of scenario is going to be uh, interesting to play out. So we'll see how that goes. So on to uh, League M, um, we've we've read some some articles uh, coming up from L'Equipe where they're giving potential return dates, uh, which I'm kind of you know iffy about. It's like you know. We have health experts and yeah, and that's what I was about who are, to jump in. Who are I, qualified I, yeah. to give these return dates, but you as a league, as a federation, is trying to tell people when to, ex- to expect a return of a league. I, I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, I know they probably are talking to health officials. I mean, I know leagues here are talking to health officials, but you have clubs that rely heavily on you know the gate ticket, like the. the they don't have the type of sponsors PSG has, so they rely a on the TV deals and b on the on the tickets that they sell. And so, um, if health officials are saying we're there's no clear set date onto when this is all gonna or when we can all, you know, gather in groups or mass groups. I mean, I saw today um, Harvard did a study that we might have to be social distancing until 2022 if there's no vaccine. And if people don't get their act together, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you tell a club, hey, you're gonna, you're, you cannot have full capacity, uh, or a full, or a stadium, or, or yeah, stadium capacity because there needs to be distance between the seats between, you know, where people are sitting. So you're gonna still lose money at the gate. And so I, I don't like when I see leagues uh, try to put dates because. Unless it's coming from health officials, uh, health officials kind of like today, uh, not today, but last week in California here, they, they extended into um, May 15th. So we, it's already been extended this quarantine for, for the last two months. So, um, you know, it, it's just unless health officials give the all, OK, everything is good. We can things can somewhat go back to normal. Then these leagues putting dates is kind of i mean it's 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 uh, it's it's dumb because um some of these some of these clubs like i said they rely on the on the gate money and if they're and if they're just gonna do um like no 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 crowds then you know smaller clubs are still gonna be losing money so unless they get compensated uh for for their losses then I don't see why putting date putting dates is not a, a smart thing to do. Yeah, because like, what's the point? Like, if like, what well, what is even the point of you coming out and saying this unless you've been uh, advised by a health expert, you know, in a large capacity or whatever? And I also think there's a difference in the region. You know, uh, China and some year I think I read yesterday Italy. Uh, they're thinking about they're already opening up some essential places like bookstores and some restaurants. They're like opening back up. So they're about to start back operating as, as usual. 
Uh, but that's not across the board, right? Like this pandemic hit every country differently, and, and you know the 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 curve hasn't been flattened at some places. In some places, uh, it's going to take much longer, and 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 so it's it's hard to gauge um, when when you can say that the, the, the UEFA Champions League is going to be back because if Germany is fine, that doesn't mean France is fine, right? Like so it's like yeah. what 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 are we really going off of? Uh, so yeah, I think I think it's kind of uh, premature to to give return dates, and uh, like I've been seeing memes talking about they don't want, they don't want to scare people into giving them the real date. Like somebody said, like August to September, so they're giving it to you in increments, so you can kind of feel better about it. Yeah. But either but either I, way, man, it's it's we don't know. Like we're not sure. Yeah, and it's one thing to be like be opening up restaurants. I'm sure in Italy, it's probably just takeout and places like that, but it's not stadium. Those aren't like a stadium where it's thousands of people in one, you know, one area. A restaurant is maybe, um, to, depending how large it is, it's maybe 10 to 20 people. Uh, so it's, it's, um, it's, 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 uh, way, you know, I think they're barely opening up to like, essential places of need but like you know that's all food and stuff so um yeah we'll see i I just think that it's gonna be well into the summer before we maybe get to see some type of soccer um even that because like i said some clubs maybe don't want to operate at no crowds because you know their their income most of their income is probably going to come from from the gates yeah, I mean, I also don't think it's safe to like to, to assume that the players are like immune to this. Uh, clearly, they're not. We've seen in the news, but it's like, all right, are you going to test the players every day after every practice? Like something is going to slip through, right? Like it's not it's not a, cert- a certainty that you have this thing under control where you feel like you can mandate uh, players uh, teams playing without any fans. But you know, again, the 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 the, the referees are exposed. The the staff, uh, underground staff, is exposed. It's like it's it's just not a good idea, um, and and it comes down to man, you know, clubs who are well financially wanting to keep their finances up, and then you have clubs who aren't well financially who are suffering from this, who need something, and then for me that goes into hey, y'all have these federations and you have a governing body. You have FIFA, you have UEFA, you have CONCACAF, you have all these governing bodies. Like, like they got money. Like, FIFA has tons of money. You know, help these clubs out, you know, financially if possible. Maybe start thinking about that, right? They're not thinking about the worst case scenario, like in terms of like, hey, if, if this really does impact these clubs to the point where they'll have to, you know, to lose their club, like what are we gonna do as a federation or as a as a governing body to help them stay afloat? They're not even thinking about that. What they're still trying to salvage this league season and and who would be determined relegated and who would be determined the champion and all this stuff. I think we're already at the point where they need to start thinking about worst case scenario in terms of financially helping these clubs recover. Because if you do start playing, like you said, you're not gonna be playing with fans, so you're not making that that uh that gate money and it's just it's a lose lose situation so we'll see how they go about it i don't really trust fifa to make any um smart decisions if i'm being honest but we'll see uh if they make the right decision you know in terms of morally what's 
what's right in terms of protecting the players and protecting uh, the staff and the people who are at these at these stadiums. So to move on to our final topic here, uh, I don't know if you've seen um, if you've been if you follow the ultras, um, the PSG ultras Instagram and Twitter page. Uh, I think it's it's really cool. One of the you know the the few bright spots in terms of what uh, people in the sporting world are doing is um, the ultras. They've been posting pictures at different urgent cares and hospitals, and and they've been teaming up with pizzerias and a lot of food uh, restaurant places and in, in, in France and in Paris, um, and are they're taking the food to the healthcare workers who obviously are literally in the trenches right now on the front lines and helping everybody. Uh, I thought that was something cool that they've been doing. Like since day one, really I've been following them. They, they've been literally posting something every day where they're taking food to, um, to different healthcare facilities and, and feeding the employees. I think that's, that's kind of cool to, to see. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we're seeing this all over. People are, are, are appreciating the, you know, the healthcare workers who are on the front lines, whether it be nurses, doctors, uh, other people there. I know they're asking here in California for retired doctors and retired nurses to see if they can jump back in. So right now it's just uh, an appreciation of what they're doing because some of these people are, are, are risking their lives. Some of them, I know I've seen, you know, sad videos and sad stories of, of you know, nurses and doctors having to quarantine themselves uh, you know away from their their families um whether it be uh, having to like set up a tent outside or or an rv or maybe just having to sleep in the basement and you know just can't see their family for for weeks just because they're exposing themselves daily to to COVID 19 because of the, the patients they have to treat and uh, and all that stuff. So it's it's a I mean it's a small gesture um, from the from the ultras to say hey, um, you know, we we appreciate what you're doing. I mean, this is the least we can do to show our gratitude because there, I, I don't think there's there's nothing anyone can do to to show appreciation because this is this is this is life and death. Like um, I don't know. Like, I don't think we can. There's nothing more than, than than they can show, and and at least they're they're doing that because um, I think what this pandemic has kind of shown us is that we don't do we we kind of take for granted our nurses and, and doctors and other healthcare officials because uh, you know that you know, for the amount of lives they, they save and, and right now they're they're just you know they're out there sometimes not even having the the, the proper equipment so uh, you know, it's a small gesture so so that's a uh, that's commendable. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty incredible actually. So, uh, shout out to the ultras, man. You know, again, it kind of puts things in perspective. During the season, we 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 champion some of their decisions. We hate some of their decisions, but like at this time, none of that stuff matters. It's about people's livelihood and health, and people who are putting themselves out there uh, when they also have families to help others. So to great gesture uh something dope that you know the ultras have been out in front of pretty much like i said since day one they've been they've been doing something so that's pretty cool to see um so yeah that's that's it man for 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 all the topics you got anything else um to bring up or whatever 
Um, uh, uh, no, John, I think we pretty much covered everything uh, in that. Cool, cool. So what, um, if anything, what's, what's, there's been, we've all had a lot of time to spend on the, on, on Twitters and the social medias. What's the craziest thing you've seen on the, on, on the Twitter streets over the past couple of weeks? Um, for a non-serious topic, I think the, the way some people are going out, um, in terms of like using face masks and stuff like that. I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures and like weird things people are doing to use as like face mask um i think i saw some lady with like a blanket um like uh like those little plastic cases that that blankets come in and i, I think um there was one with where i think it looked like a lowe's where the guy's just looking at her all weird and then there's other ones where people are using like uh like the the swimming um i think a scuba diving mask or stuff like that uh, so it's just weird, weird ways people or funny ways that people are going out uh, if they if they don't have a mask uh, on or or if they have a mask on they're 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 taking an extra precaution and wearing something else with it and and also the people who are still eating with their gloves on like that is gross and <laughs> not smart at all yeah. actually just going out in public and. Keeping your gloves on while you drive and you go to the grocery store. I saw store. that tweet from you. I saw that. Might as well. You should bring. You should. Uh, yeah. I saw that tweet the other day of yours that said, you know, like wearing your gloves is one thing, but if you're not washing your hands or whatever, then you're doing it wrong. That's the point, man. It's how to look backwards. But yeah, uh, I, I guess the craziest thing I've seen. Uh, man, I just had it. I forgot. I forgot already. Um, what's the craziest thing I've seen? Oh, uh, the NBA here in America, man, they've been, uh, obviously there's nothing to show. There's no games or whatever. So they've trotted out two ideas. The first time they did a 2K tournament, NBA 2K, the video game, and they televised NBA players playing video games, which failed miserably. And then the other day, they did a horse tournament. If you're not familiar with horse, it's a game where you, you just you and a basketball and a goal, and you you, you make a move. You, you, you find an interesting way to shoot the ball, and then the person the next person has to replicate what you do exactly. And if any every time they miss, they get a letter. They have to spell the – whoever gets spells the, the word horse first is, is out or whatever. So they televised that. They televised a horse game on national TV, and I thought that was the wildest thing. And I understand we're like in dire needs of our sports right now, but that ain't it, fam. That's that ain't <laughs> that ain't it. I'm not trying to watch to watch these dudes play 2K and play horse on TV. So it's like I saw that. I'm like, man, like we we <laughs> like these industries yeah. are really struggling right now. Like it's really bottom of the barrel stuff right now. Yeah, that's why I kind of I, I I kind of stopped paying my YouTube TV once um once uh sports were canceled or postponed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll pay 50 bucks a month once you know sports resumes because that's just, like I'm not even watching like. I'm I'm mostly depending on Hulu, Amazon, and um, Netflix for like shows to watch. So it's like I'm not gonna bleed out an extra fifty bucks for something I'm not gonna be using uh, until sports come back. So that's why yeah. I was like, uh, and and now when I look at the the, the, the content they're trying to produce uh, without sports, uh, I think uh, yeah, I think people should should you know if you don't need that uh, streaming service or use a streaming service only for sports, 
Um, yeah, just postpone that stuff and and then get back to it once once everything resumes. Yeah, nah, that's actually a good idea. Like, I, I haven't watched any Talking Head, ESPN's first take, none of that stuff. I, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm, what are y'all talking about right now? That's that's of any substance, really. So, um, but yeah, I think next next I, I think next episode we should like put together a list of <laughs> of some soccer uh, or sports documentaries or movies that are like on streaming networks for people to watch. So. That's something I think we'll try to cook up for the next show. Uh, but, yeah, that's it, man. That's all we got for today's show. Uh, thank you all for listening, as always. Uh, I know it's, like, strange times right now. But, yeah, continue to be safe and, and continue practicing social distancing and doing everything they're telling us to do because pretty much it, it de- <laughs> like it, it depends on us um, how long this is going to go if we follow the guidelines and, 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 and do all that. Um but in the meantime, yeah, continue to follow PSG Talk, uh, listen to all other podcasts and continue to reading uh, everything that we're posting on the site and make sure you subscribe, rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, watch us on YouTube and all that good stuff, man. Thank you all so much for listening. Peace.